You've heard the pods, now see the smods. See smod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Meet the comic book men at Steel City Con, Monroeville, PA, April 7th through 9th. The Hollywood Improv host HBO with Kevin Ralph on April 8th. Get old with Jay and Silent Bob in Lawrence, Kansas, April 18th. St. Louis has Jay and Silent Bob getting old on Wednesday, April 19th. Check out Kev Solo in Bakersfield on April 22nd. That Kevin Smith spends an evening in San Luis Obispo on April 23rd. Friday, April 28th, Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Ralph at the Hollywood Improv. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Alberta, Canada, Saturday, April 29th. Regina, Canada, get old with Jay and Silent Bob on Saturday, May 6th. Tidewater Comic Con in Virginia Beach, get ready for JMU's Saturday, May 13th and Sunday the 14th. Kevin Smith goes solo in Phoenix Saturday, May 13th. Don't miss Jay and Silent Bob getting old at the Irvine Improv Thursday, May 18th. Jay Muse in Niagara Falls at the Niagara Falls Comic Con June 2nd through the 4th. Phoenix gets an evening with Jason Muse on Thursday, June 22nd. Jay makes a stop in Raleigh, North Carolina at Raleigh Supercon July 14th through 16th. Florida Supercon in Fort Lauderdale gets Jay Muse on July 27th through the 30th. August 11th has Jay and Silent Bob getting old in Boston. An evening with Kevin Smith hits Nashville on Sunday, October 8th. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Everybody and welcome to ISL Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men. Jansan Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, admiring photos of Mama June from <laughs> the Honey Boo Boo Show. New photos, not nude, but new photos of new, for not her, nude, her incredible new. weight loss. It's Mike Zapsik, everybody. What's Mike going on, Ming Chen, and you people out there? I, I, are you being titillated over there? Not uh, even close. Woman lost like 300 pounds, dude. She did. Got a, I don't know how she did it. She, it's called lipo. I don't, I don't use the word hero very often. <laughs> no, you you I toss that around. I don't like, know if they, I don't, that's a lot of lipo, dude. What do you, is it like Fight Club? What do you think they did with all that? Do you think they used one of those, um, you know, the, the self-serve uh, car wash vacuums? I don't think that's sanitary. They grabbed, it no, doesn't I matter. Uh, I mean, you know, no, you got to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I prefer not you, to think about you're gonna it. You're going to have to now. I'm not thinking about it. Don't make me. Oh, you made me oh, think about it. Oh, you're thinking about it Oh, now. God. And they, oh, God. they take Bike. out, like, Why? bags of it. Why? And what would it's they like do Fight with Club, it? Fight Club, though. Soap. Didn't you see Fight Club? They make it into soap, yes. That's they the take best them. soap possible is the... the with, fat with, soap. With human fat, yes. Fat soap. Yeah. So she, she's got about uh, 250,000 bars of Mama June soap. Yes. So we break that's, that down. That's high-end stuff, man. That's Next time you're in a, a hotel no, okay. and you jump in the shower, you're soaping off with Mama June. No, give it up Showering to with I, Mama June. How, how cool would that be? Showering with Mama June. That's not that. That's not uh, uh, and I just remarked to Ming that um, Mama June now looks like the mother from Home Alone. Which is, what's her real Kevin! name? Um, Catherine O'Hara. She was an SNL, uh, SNL, um, SCTV oh, she's alumni. Canadian. Yes. All right. Actually, I don't know if she's Canadian. Second so, City thought, Television is from Chicago, Ming. But a oh, lot of the guys SCTV came was... down from Canada. 
Ah, okay. I thought it, I thought you had to be Canadian. Second City know, Television. No, Second City was Second yeah, right. City from Chicago. Chicago. Right. Chicago. Right. SCTV. All right. All right, and uh, not a bad-looking woman. Catherine she is Harris, not or? a. She's. I'll give it up for her, man. It's hard to lose weight. Oh yes. Well, a lot of you, temptations out there. A lot you of actually had uh, a self-professed weight problem when you were younger. You were a little on the chubby side. Uh, no, I was fine. I was fine until I hit college, and then. You know, you don't have any money, so... Um, you eat ramen. Right, you eat crap. I didn't eat ramen, but right around college is where Actually, they... may I just say one thing? Sure. Catherine O'Hara is Canadian. All right, I was enough, right. She was in Toronto. She's a Torontoian. I was, I was right. All right, thank you for uh, pointing She was taken. also the voice of Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a big role. She was in Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, and For Your Consideration, all was she, she was Christopher Sally? Guest stuff. She, she voiced played, Sally? She voiced Sally. Wow, okay. I would have thought it was a younger woman, no offense. But... Beetlejuice, also. Uh, Catherine Howard is 63 years young. Wow, okay. So uh, age is but a number, Mike. Age is but a number. So I was about to say, where you hit college is when they invented the, the, the little thing called the dollar menu, or uh, Taco Bell used to have a 25-cent taco night. Yes. So... Yeah, they, they would get the uh, the kids and McDonald's also catered. Yeah, no, to, forget the kids. Screw the kids, man. Me, I had to, I, I had to get full. So, <laughs> well, you were one of the kids. You know, dollar so. Whopper days. It was, oh, it was, great. Oh, yeah, it was a glorious course. time, but <laughs> not good for the waist. Not good for the Never. waistline. Trust not me, I understand. Waistline. Well, if you are listening, you can also tweet us. I'm at Ming Chen thirty seven. And I am at Michael Zapsic. M I C H A E L Z A P C I C. I'm not one of those. Those weirdos who spells his name M I C H E A L. You can guys. tweet us anytime you want. You can tweet us right now if you want. Heads. Also, if you're listening to this and you want a little visual going on, we are at Twitch. We stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Mingchen37. That is uh that is what's going on there. Speaking of weirdos, Mike, I I've been getting messages on Facebook. Yes, you have gentlemen. Okay. Who I have no idea whether or not you are, but let's say you are. To have a action comic or not action aid, amazing fancy fifteen. Okay. That he wants to sell. Now I don't reply to everybody. Uh, been, <laughs> you don't use the word hero very often, and you don't reply to everyone either. And I haven't replied yet, but the, this gentleman appears to be quite persistent, and so I didn't reply right away. As if I don't know you, I don't. I'll you know I'm I'm going to be a little slow to reply to messages, but then he starts getting pissed off. Uh, well, yeah. And then uh, it's very weird. So it's getting very pissed off. Now, I'm not going to reply now just to see if he gets deranged and shit. Because it. You, you're you you're inviting here? it, right? I'm yeah. not going to. All right. So this was sent uh, about 24 hours ago. This is a message. My family possesses Amazing Fancy 15 and Amazing Spider Man number one. Would be interested in selling them. Get back to me. And he gives me his email address. Right. Then I don't reply for three and a half hours. It's about, uh, so he sends it at one thirty yesterday. Five o'clock, no bullshit. 8.30, 8.34, thought you guys bought comic books. 12.40 a.m., we need to sell these books. Answer back. I'm not some asshole. Speak or give me a contact. Oh, wow. These comics are rare and in very good shape. Oh, 1. wow. 1.15 a.m., what the fuck? Are you seeing these messages? I'm trying to sell these books. <laughs> Say something. You sack this is of not shit. a joke. Contact me. I also sent an email. I don't know who he emailed. I guess he emailed me. I haven't seen. He anything. did not email Should me. Should I get so. back to this guy? Um. Well, he's See, getting belligerent now. I know. It's a, it's 
This he's, is not a good no. sales tactic. No. What's up, you fuckhead? Why are you I, getting I back to me? I get together, so I'll keep everybody updated next week on the, on to see how this escalates. Uh, are we doing next? We can't do it next week. We're going to be in... Oh, we'll be in Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. We'll be in Scotland. Well, maybe they have a recording studio there. Uh, we could That'd record be cool. something. That'd be cool. Gra- grab some uh, some Scottish fans, podcast with them. Perfect. What should I do, though? What would you do? I'm sure you get uh, this all the time. I would ignore the hell out of them. That's, what, that's just what I do. Uh, I, do you get offers for such high-end books? Sure. I get I get stuff all the time. It's like, hey, I've got Action Comics number one. And it turns out to be like one of the treasury the reprints, books. Yeah. So I'm like, no, you don't have it. Or the, uh, the Marvel first. Yeah. Like the and one that I, came out last week. Hey, man, I have X-Men number one. No, you don't. No, well, no. You, do, you, you technically, technically you, you got do, but you don't. something like you know X-Men number one, but you don't have X-Men number one. And I, I get that a lot. Yeah, and we get people who bring the stuff in, and I have to crush their dreams, right? Which I have no problem with. Yeah, should well, should I have this gentleman? Just do you want me? To, do you want me to give him the number of the yeah. store? Do you yeah. really? Sure, why not? Okay, tell him to call the store. Okay, you want to set something up? Ask for Mike. Ask for Mike. Ask for get him. Oh my god. Okay, I'm just giving you a heads up then. Yeah, because get him every every time somebody calls Mike, Mike. And, and, and he he always sounds so annoyed when he's he's doesn't know the answer to sure. something like, "Hey, how are you?" Right. Or any Mike, how am I? Uh, you're, you're, you're get him. That's that's what you should tell people. Okay, I'm. How you doing him, today? I'm get him. Sending him to you then. Sure. I'll give you his first. I give you first name. I guess right. That won't hurt. I probably not, or it might hurt a whole lot. I I don't know. Is it gonna hurt? It, it eventually. If if this guy ends up stalking me and killing me, I give you. I give you the first hurt. name. Uh, that won't. I uh, want. Uh, Dale. His name is Dale. Dale, yes. I'll I'll wait for Dale then. Okay, I'm calling the store. I expect right. uh, expect his call today. Cool. Well, got some comic book news here. Uh, there big announcement from this past weekend's WonderCon. WonderCon in Anaheim, California. Very uh, very uh, comic book based. Little, little, it's a con. It's a con. Run by Comic Con International, same company that runs San Diego Comic Con. But I think uh, they lean more towards comic book guests. They have a couple of media guests, but not overwhelmingly. So, one of the few shows that still kind of leans toward the comic books. Our friends uh, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, are reuniting for a dark, brand new Batman-centric DC Universe crossover event. Yes, the dark. It's dark days, right? Dark nights. Dark nights. I'm sorry. Uh, dark with, and with the N, uh, no pun and no punny. K-N-H. Dark Knights. Dark Knights and as a knight. Like Dark Knights, The Forge, and yes. Dark Knights, the... What's the, the other one? Uh, Dark Knights, The Forge. Uh, this one is Dark Knights Metal, and there's another prequel one-shot that they're doing that I can't remember. Uh, the, uh, Dark Days, The Forge, and Dark Days, The Casting. Oh, so it is Dark Days. Well, those are the two prequel right. coming, and then... So, essentially, they're, they're doing what... And it's what... culminating in Dark Knights Metal. Here's what this sounds like to me is that they're they're going to go through the entire like run of the DC universe like the from the beginning to the end from yes. the dawn of time to the end of times. Right. It was so, the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It was the blurst. You stupid monkey. You stupid monkey. Oh, yeah. We'll see what happens with this. Um, Scott Snyder, great writer. Don't get me wrong. I think he's fantastic, but. Um, I, and I will buy this. Um, of course, I'm gonna. I want to see what's going on with, sure. with Scott and and Greg. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that it's amazing. All right, you sound skeptical. Dubious. 
I'm I'm dubious whenever they do anything that's like a, a company wide crossover. Right. Normally, I'd agree with you, but these two gentlemen, arguably, the hottest guys the, in comics right now. You're absolutely and two of the wait, most wait, talented. Wait, looks man. wise or hottest in comics? Uh, hottest in comics, but right. yeah, they're, they're they're both Good attractive men. Yes, yeah, hey, let's, let's saying, not gild that lily. I'm not, I'm let's I'm go back that, to Fight Club. I'm just saying that because Capullo could pound both of us in the dust. He could with, with one, one punch. One punch. Yeah, he punches you and I, he knocks me out. Yeah, so. Scott is a pretty boy. I don't. I, I I don't know if you've seen him lately. A good-looking dude. I'm, right. I'm secure in saying that. Yeah. <laughs> don't let Brian hear you say that. Yeah. Well, here's why I'm excited. Beca- I'm excited because they're excited. This is the quote. Uh, Snyder says, Snyder said that Meadow has been planned for as long as I've been writing Batman. But this is bigger than Batman. Greg and I started dropping clues during Court of Owls. We continued through our Joker stories. And we placed our biggest hints in the run that culminated with Batman 50. Wow, okay. And now we're back to tell a story that breaks everything apart. This will be the definitive project of our careers. Wow, okay. That's that's ballsy. Metal takes us in an entirely new direction. Greg and I will dig beneath the surface of all the stories we told to find a place of terror and twisted nightmares. I like this. This isn't just some... No, it's not. And uh, It's not a cash grab. The real dork knight asked me what's my take on All-Star Batman. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think it's, it's a really cool telling of a batman story yes. i mean how I, I, I won't go spoilery but you know it, you've got batman and sort of it feels like a buddy comedy almost like midnight run yes and everybody is against batman even his closest allies so it's really kind of strange so he's I, on his own which even it, his allies if you are take batman it. down to his you strip away all the gadgets. You take away his utility belt. He's a man. He's still the man. As they say in the Justice League trailer, what's your superpower? I'm rich. It's not even so much that he's... And that I think that that's kind of like a, a douche thing to say. You think that's co- a little cocky? Yeah, that's very... Uh, it's not... Sp- he's, I saw that quote. I was like, Mike's guy. Mike's guy. I hate this. I did. And be like, his his superpower is he's he's Batman. I see. That's my... What's my superpower? I'm Batman. It's like, uh, technically, sir, that's not a superpower. Technically, have you met me? Stick Batman in any situation, he'll find his way out of it. So, so this event begins uh, two one-shots. Uh, ba- uh, Dark Days of the Forge comes out June 14th. Dark Days of Casting comes out July 12th, followed by Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, the, the aforementioned two one-shots, uh, co-written by Scott Snyder and our friend, and comic book men, not comic book men, but I saw comic book alumni, James Tiny in the fourth, illustrator mm-hmm. Jim Lee, Andy Cooper, and John Rooney Jr. Uh, not even an argument, all star team. Oh, right there. of course, it's going to be it's going to be pretty badass. It I'm is. hoping it lives up to the hype. Yeah, with Snyder attached, I'm sure it will. He he doesn't really hype that. No, much, he in doesn't. My opinion. And to be honest with you, he's he's a writer. He he's not uh, a promotion machine, yeah. which I I dig. Big time. Yeah, he's a pretty straight shooter, in my opinion. So he wants back on comic book man, which also excites me. So. Very cool. Ooh. A deadly kitten three. A deadly kitten yes. with the three instead the of an three. E. Yes. I'm I'm so mad because I have to work and <laughs> Nis actually she meant uh, or he. I'm I'm not. Deadly kitten sounds. Uh, yeah, could be, I know. That could go either way. That could go e- either way. Uh, miss Steel City Con and you guys. Well, you're not going to miss me. Sorry, uh, I had to bow out. 
because going somebody's to Scotland. Some, we're going to Scotland and somebody's got to run the stash. Right. And yeah, it's going to be. I'm going to miss you guys too. And we'll miss you. It's hard to get all four of us together. Isn't it, it is. People it's, think it's so easy. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Lonely. Even here at the store, there's no, usually one, get... sometimes two of us missing. So. Most times two of us missing. Yeah. Or two of yous missing. Right. So that's pretty cool. What else we got going on in lun- comic? I take, but you I take, take long take, lunches. take long damn lunches. Yeah. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder your opinion on this. Now, uh, Star Wars Celebration is coming up. A lot of people from the Star Wars universe will right. be appearing there. Mark Hamill... Anthony Daniels, I believe. All your Star Wars luminaries. Also, people from the offshoots. Uh, I believe Star Wars Rebels has the features the voices of Freddie Prince Jr., correct? If I'm not Freddy mistaken. Freddie Prince, yes. And also in one couple episodes or one episode, his wife jumped in, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Nice. Who, yeah, she was in Rebels. Yeah. So as such, uh, both of them are appearing at Celebration. Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, her appearance is of note because she doesn't do a lot of them. No, she I don't doesn't. know if she's done any con appearances, to be honest with you. Yes, she has. She did New York uh, Comic Con. Okay. About two two years ago. Okay. I brushed past oh, her. I'm like, right. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. Did she, I talk, did go, she acknowledge you? No, because I. Uh, did your we were, security we're, push we're, you away like no, Gadot's? No, no, no. We were walking past each other because yeah. we had just finished uh, the comic book men panel. Okay. And we had packed the house. And we're walking by, and I'm, yeah, we're know, feeling good. Too. Yeah, we're we're like on we're that. We're, that we're, just, we're kings of the world. Just jumping off the stage yeah. high, yeah. And it's like that's Sarah Michelle Gellar, right. I, and I wanted to meet her, but she was going on right after. I'm like, Damn. oh man, I bet you. And you they grabbed me because we had to do uh, press afterwards. Yeah, but I, I'm like, oh, yo, hold up, I gotta talk to Sarah Michelle Gellar over here. <sighs> well, she's gonna be a celebration charging. I believe her autograph is a buck fifty. Okay, and she doesn't do a lot of these, so that's of note. You're a Puffy fan. You, I'm sure you would want her autograph on something. A buck fifty, sure. You, I, let's say you don't have to pay. Like you know, you're you're a fellow. Oh, guest. Okay, but let's even. A it's, bu- it's of note though to get her autograph. Hell yeah! It's a big. It's a big. Just deal. To, to meet her and say you know how much you. It's it's really weird when when we get into celebrity culture and you're like you mean a lot to me. Yeah, and I know you're a huge you're the biggest Buffy fan that I know. I am a huge Buffy yeah. fan. Actually, I think that Muse is even a little bit more of a Buffy. I fan think than he's I am. Uh, yeah. But I'm uh, I'm obviously a huge Buffy fan and yeah. Angel huge. I love the Wade verse. I think. All it's right, let's say you did pay a buck fifty. You wait in okay. line. You go to get your autograph. You know, you plop down a poster, or whatever. Right. You get it back after plopping down a buck fifty. Right after waiting in line, and you look at the autograph and it says simply SMG. It's her initials, SMG. Okay. What? Why, what do you? How do you feel? Um. SMG. That's that's all it says. Looks fairly generic. You know, you know she signed it because she signed it right in front of you. Right. How do you feel? Though? Do I get a picture though? No picture. No picture. No can picture. I? Can I? No. No picture at the table. Surreptitiously no. click click. No. 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 They take your phone and delete the photo. What? What if I've got a bow tie with a little camera? Well, in it, you know? all right. That, I'll do that. Well, then I can't can't stop you from that. Unless but. they rip off my bow tie. Yeah, but you looked at the autographs. Just SMG in block letters. How do you feel? Uh, feel a little ripped off, right? Little bit maybe? I for buck fifty? Well, yeah, I guess. Well, apparently she did a book signing yesterday. She's been doing cookbooks. Okay. And people waited in line. I don't know if they paid or whatever. I, I uh but that she her RS came back SMG. And people going to celebration in a month are worried that that's what they're gonna get for a buck fifty. But you're also talking about uh, I mean, and you've been on this side of the the other side I of have. the table. 
and your signature takes like 30 seconds to to draw out or more or more yeah and but, um i just want to know you have one of the most beautiful signatures why, that i've ever seen you. oh thank you yeah but yeah you know, we've we've gotten autographs we've seen other autographs some are great some yes. are some just look artistic yours is one of them well thank you very much other ones you can't even read them they're illegible true but uh but that's the you know but, but that's how at, people sign their names but smg is i i'd and be like other it's sarah michelle geller it's our smg but to be honest with you I, i'm gonna backtrack i would not feel ripped off because it is smg and i know for a fact that the only people who are going to feel ripped off are the people who are turning around and reselling them. Okay, sure. So they're going to be like, "Oh, this sucks." Okay, well, I just. But for me, I'm like, "That's that's fine. It's her." All right. Would you ever compromise? Let's say you blow up and you get you're starting to get Norma Reedus and Jeffrey Dean Morgan lines combined. Oh, wow. thousands of people in there. It's that's a lot. You're signing thousand, maybe two thousand at a stretch. Okay. Would you ever go to MZ or M A or Maz M A Z? No. Your initials. No. You never go M A Z. Uh, no, no, no. So no, because my Michael my signature, yeah, that's like a lot of flourishes, cursive. Not it's not a very, problem. It's a great signature. Thank you. I said that. I said that before. I'll see it now. I'll see it in the future. I now I would keep it. You would never just go to M A Z or even M Z. M Z or no. just M dot. <laughs> or M scribble. Yeah, no, no, because it's your. But I wouldn't feel ripped off for Sarah Michelle Gellar because look at it. She, she's got fans lining up around the block. Let's say they even cap it at 500. Okay, true. But the five, uh, 500 times a buck 50, that's a lot of money. True, but she doesn't do a lot of these things. So not. it's not like she's there every week. Right. Okay. She's not at the Barnes and Noble in, no, in, in Secaucus every week. No. So SMG perfectly, you know what? It's acceptable. Okay, they're her, they're her initials, and in, and again, you know, this is she's a very private person. From what I understand, she is one of the most private people. She likes she's very professional. Okay, and this is I was actually talking to somebody who works with James Spader. Sure, and <laughs> um, and actually called him. This is a guy who works with him on a daily basis sure. and called him Mr. Spader. Okay. Oh, well, you, you don't want to do that to Mr. Spader. Right. Because this is, he's professional and he, he takes it to this level. Wait. You don't hang out afterwards. You okay. don't go over to the craft services table. Sup? Sure. Sup? So he's back in his trailer. What's up, Jay Spade? Uh, rehearsing lines. Yes, he's, he's doing lines, whatever. Just, you know, whatever, but private doesn't, okay, doesn't yeah. hang out with the crew. Okay. Sarah Michelle Geller is the same way. She was this, this way. It, it, it'd be something if she was, you know, bubbly and, and she changed overnight. Like she hit and then she's like, ah, fuck you. Okay. She's not saying screw you to the fans. She's trying to get as many of those uh, signatures as she possibly can. Okay. You know, she's trying not to disappoint her fan base, which, and she's always got a smile for everyone. And whether or not that's fake is, she's an actor. is, it's irrelevant right? because she's there. She's giving the people what they want. And I mean, okay. SMG, man. All right, so Sarah Michelle Gellar, SM, SMG. SMG. You know it's hers. You were there. That's You're paying. You're not paying for her signature so much unless you're going to flip it on eBay. You're okay. there to get your book signed by her. Okay. And it's an experience. Well, I, it goes both ways. Some people want the, you know, they're there for the autograph. They could mm-hmm. care less about the experience. But Again, those are the guys who are going to flip it. Sure. And most times, or or give it to their kids, okay. and their kids are going to sell it to 
pay for college. Right. Or drugs so, or whatever. Or drugs. Yeah. Or, so or drugs in SMG. college. SMG is fine. All right. Does this change your opinion? Um, you know, people are bringing in her Buffy posters right. or whatever. Saying, you could also buy her book, though. Right. Book was pre-signed. You open the cover of the book. You see the pre-signature. Sarah Michelle Geller, full on. Okay. Full on. Full on. But they're they're pre-signed. Sure. So she could do these at her leisure. Sure. We know how. So, so she has a real a real sick a real autograph. We do know I'm that. Saying. That's yeah. I get Spelled it. Spelled full out. Written I very know. neatly. Kevin has never. Uh, Kevin Smith, our boss, right. has never been like a KS. He's never done KS. Well, no K scribble S. Well, that's KS line S, but yes. it's. It's but you know that's it's his him. signature, yeah, right. And I've personally witnessed him. Si- he signs everything that's put in front of him, and that's, everything. But he's got it down. That's sure. his signature. Yeah, his right. signature takes literally ten seconds. Okay, but that signature, if you match it up with seconds. his driver's license, his checks, his whatever, they all look the same. Exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't skimp either way. Right. Okay. Well, this but is- my point being that if Sarah Michelle Geller had had been. You know, like on when she she broke into to the the medium when she was sure. on All My Children right. when she was Kendall Hart and right. the fact that I know that she was Kendall Hart That's on All My Children, fan. I'm yeah. Well, actually, I'm a big fan because my ex fiance made me watch sure. All My Children. Okay, it was you get hooked on those pretty easily. It's, yeah, oh my god, it's just it's a comic book without superpowers. Sure. That's what sure. soap operas are. Um, so you've got. Uh, it, she was always that way. She's always a very private person, right? And that's she. She delineates her public persona from her private persona, I which s- I get. Uh, I understand that. I'm just saying she. Has you a reg- don't. She has a regular signature though. SMG's low. Okay, come on, man. It's low. Well, I mean, you think? I'm just gonna say lazy. It's a little lazy. I'm gonna say that right now. If I just suddenly change it, MC. Here's how I, I, I've... Yours is artwork. Yours is legitimate artwork. Although, to be fair, the way I sign my checks in legal documents, way messier. Yeah, and a little bit I, different, yeah. Not a little. It's it's a lot different. Well, you get mine. Mine's... Uh, mine, mine, I sign mine in uh, my regular handwriting of the block letters, and I sign in Chinese, too. When I'm endorsing checks or when I'm signing legal papers, mine is all one line. Yeah, it's but when I'm signing for right, someone it's two, else, two it's a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, I just want your opinion on the M- SMG buck fifty. I don't think that it negates. Um, you know, you're at the thing. You're paying for the experience. I okay. I I think it cheapens it a little bit though. Really, I I don't. SMG I think it's I think it's perfectly cromulent. Geller spelled out. So okay. All right, fair enough. I just want and, your opinion. And you know, I, I again, she doesn't do these very often. So the fact it's it's like getting a Stephen King autograph or a John Byrne autograph. Sure, these very are, rare. Yes, P, uh, Stephen King doesn't do a lot of. All right, uh, so promotional what you're tours. saying is shut up and appreciate it. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not saying shut up. I'm just saying you know if you're paying the the buck fifty, yeah. you're getting fair value. Okay. Because she doesn't do this a lot. Um, boom. Okay. All right. Well, well you know where, where you won't get initials is Steel City Comic Con <laughs> this, this weekend. Wow, that is Come see me amazing. at rare appearances by Walt Flanagan and Brian Johnson of Comic This might Quentin be fame. Brian Johnson's last Pittsburgh appearance. Does, did anyone say that? I did, yes. Adam. I did. I made a little video. Okay. I, last. I, 
Yeah, it definitely is West his last Western Pennsylvania appearance ever. Ever. So if you if you're not there this weekend, you're, you're missing miss out. Him. Walt Flanagan could be his last appearance ever. BL, last- BLJ. That's what you get on on uh, Brian's photograph. BL, BLJ. BLJ. Brian Lee or Johnson. Or just BJ. Uh, he, he's done that. Yeah. He's given those. Right. Or F- <laughs> WF. Walt's got a pretty nice signature, too. Like, Walt's you got a great signature, it. yeah. You can read all of our signatures. Brian's kind of like the B, B scribble, J scribble. But, mm-hmm. but he does it with flourish. He does do flourish. And... Uh, He'll even he'll even write something yeah, on there for you. But come to Steel City Comic Con, SteelCityCon.com, April seventh through the ninth. Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, Ming Chen will be there all three days, along with Adam West, Burt Ward, in their final their final uh, Pittsburgh appearance. Plus, who we got? Uh, Sting, Booker T, and not Sting the singer. You got no, Sting the Sting wrestler. wrestler in makeup, Mike. In makeup, rare appearance in makeup. If you're a wrestling fan, also Jason David Frank, Brian O'Halloran. Uh, many, 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 many more that I can't remember right now. Really pretty cool guests. Adam West is going to be there. Adam West and Burt Ward. And Burt Ward. Yes, yeah, come to Steel City. Next week, you're going to see Mike Zapsick, though, the week after that. Yes, if you're from the At- United Kingdom area. Or you can fly out. Edinburgh Comic Con. Edinburgh. Heroconventions.com. Come see me, Mike Zapsick, and Brian Johnson. In Brian Johnson's last Scotland appearance. Yes, if his you don't first see him and now, last. If you don't see him now in Scotland, you're probably never you're probably never going to catch him. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It seems like a lot of uh, Tom Steve Dave fans are coming out. So that's good. There's an ant moot. What's a moot? Uh, it's a gathering of ants, from what Why I understand. Why are they called a moot? Because I don't know. That's it's that's what, how they call it out when there. ants gather. It's called a moot. A moot. Moot. What's a yeah. moop? No moop. Well, yeah. What's a moop? no? It's a moot. A moot. A moop no. is um, a moot. Uh, the Moops, the um, that's from Seinfeld. Yeah, yes. So come, that's April fifteenth and sixteenth. Come on, it's supposed to be the Moors, you idiot. On, Bring your pounds. Stay off the Moots. Bring your pounds, Sterling, with you. We'll uh, we'll take care of you. Or just bring your friend Sterling. Yes, yes bring your friend beautiful. Sterling. Uh, and real quick, uh, def- the Defenders Netflix released a teaser. Don't know if you saw it. Yes, the elevator teaser. Yes. So all four of them look like they're riding down in an elevator. Uh, starting on the 45th floor of a building called the Midland Circle Financial Building. Yes, Midland Circle does Financial. Does that ring? Does that have any meaning to you? MCF? No. No. Okay. Uh, I didn't know probably... if that was a missed comic book reference. No, I don't know. I'm I'm assuming it is Sigourney Weaver's. Ah, okay. Her. Ch- I'm going her head, to her HQ, her headquarters, her HQ place of business. All right. So you see all four of them: Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Danny Rand. Right, and you see Matt Murdock, but in the the headscarf version of yes, he does. Um, But you also see uh, Danny looks winded. Did he? I didn't notice that. Yes, yeah, he looks winded. All right, so you're thinking they just fought something? Yes, I'm assuming that that's yes. All right, and and I'm I'm guessing Luke Cage and Jessica Jones don't really get tired. Do they? Do they exhibit fatigue? In their shows, I can't remember. Matt Murdock definitely, and Danny, Danny, get, both of them, are, both of them do get winded, even with their their powers. I didn't notice he looked winded though; like he just ran a race. Or yeah, something. you got to take a look. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, uh, black and white elevator footage. Mm-hmm. Jessica, Jessica Jones notices the camera and smacks it. Smacked it, disables it. Now, what you notice is there is a timestamp in the upper right hand corner that stops at eight 
18, 20, 17, which we are to assume is the release date for the Defenders, August 18th, 2017. If you look up in the top uh, left-hand corner, you see an IP address, which leads to the uh, the fictional newspaper in okay. the, uh, the Marvel Universe. can't remember the exact name. Well, can, here's the thing. I uh, can pull it up. So that was pretty cool. There, it's a real website if you pull if you want to pull it up. Um, so what were we about to say? Here's the thing. Yes, the Roxxon Ledger Code in the in Daredevil, they go to the Midland Circle building when they're oh. shocked and aghast to discover an incredibly deep hole. Remember where they they look down at that deep hole? Yes, that was the Midland Circle building. Ah, so I think okay. that's Hand Headquarters. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. So yeah, they're they got everything. The IP address leads to the nybulletin.com, the New York Bulletin, uh the archive and then there's whole there are new stories from the Marvel universe on there. All right. So check that out. And uh yeah, Defenders not that I I guess they've wrapped. So a mere what is 4 months from now, Mike. We'll be enjoying uh in a the, mere 4 months. The amazing team up. So All right, Mike, new books for the week. New books that came out April 5th, 2017. What are you reading, Mike? Uh, speaking of the Defenders, Iron Fist number two. Iron Fist number two. Got the Iron Fist here. Left Danny Rand. He had just left a bar. Yeah. He has lost the uh, Pyre of the Iron Fist. He's been fighting tomato cans in order to prove some kind of self worth. Yep. But he has been issued a challenge. Yep. To fight um, in a tournament, I believe. In a tournament, it's kind Justin. of like Hans Island from Enter the Dragon. Absolutely, and uh, it's called uh, Liu Shi. Liu Shi. Liu Shi. Liu Shi. Liu Shi. All right, there you go. Yes. Uh, so we find out, and stellar artwork by uh, Mike Perkins. Beautiful. Um, it's it's Danny's. You know, we're we're watching him. It's it's like an episode of the the series. Yes. We're watching him take steps to getting back. His um his Iron Fist because right. he is he's lost he's adrift. Kunlun has been destroyed for some reason. Right, we don't know why. Much like we don't know what Where happened it went in the TV show. In the TV show, we're not sure, but we're about to find out. So this uh, Danny is put in a precarious situation. He's fighting people who are at least as equal. Yes, in the martial arts, and uh, his final fight. Um, they're they're actually sucking his his chi from him. So I thought you were about to say something else. No, yeah. no, I was like, I was not about to take a darker turn than that. But yes, like, whoa, is this code approved? Because so we're I, about I, no, it's not. Oddly enough, and it is uh, it's rated T plus. So yeah, there's there's no uh, they they're actually trying to draw out all I'm sure the immortal weapons that are on this this plane of existence. Yes. We'll see. All right, we'll action see packed. It's very action packed. Got some packed. fight scenes in here. Very cool fight scenes. All right, right on. Uh, I see in front of you uh, our my pick of the week, probably our pick of the week, X Men Gold. X Men Gold number X-Men one. Gold, uh, which we've been waiting, waiting since last week. Since last week yeah. to come out. Well, X Men we Prime. We've been waiting since uh, I think December, November of last year when it was announced. Yeah. And this one involves. Uh, uh, if you read X Men Prime, saw Kitty Pride coming back, coming out of. Not hiding, trying to lead a quiet life once again, and you know that ain't gonna ever work. Yeah, Kitty Pride was very busy in the Marvel cosmic universe. She yes. was, 
uh, the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. After Peter Quill was pressed into service for his, his father's homeworld, right. he had to take over the throne of the Spartans. Yeah. So, but she's back on Earth. She's back. And now she's leading the X-Men. The remnants of the X-Men. Right. In you- one team, at least. Yeah. Now, the public perception of the X-Men, not too good right now, especially after the... Inhumans War? Yes. Which uh, which is really weird, because I don't understand why people would hate mutants and love the Inhumans. I don't either. It's a matter of public relations perception. I think that's the problem. They don't have a good PR team. No, they don't. So, Kitty Pride is single-handedly trying to not only lead the X-Men, but make their... Uh, but also be their PR machine. Yeah. And promote the X-Men as a force of positivity and promote them as a team that's, that is going to protect human be- humankind, that uh, she's leading a team that will be doing good. And she wants to spread a positive look at mutants, which is no easy task. This is the first time Kitty Pryde has taken a leadership role in the X-Men, correct? Um, a full-on leader? Full-on leader? No. Because she was the... Um, she actually did take on the the Professor Kitty role okay. with the all-new X-Men, the time-displaced ah, X-Men. okay, right on. Because Charles Xavier had been killed by Cyclops, right. which is what brought the Beast to grab the X-Men from the past. So he, um, she, I was going to say he, the that Beast guy. Um, but Kitty Pride is, she's, she's a natural-born leader. Yeah. She's been... Um, being groomed for this role since she joined the X Men in one uh, in Uncanny X Men number one thirty nine, like yeah. way back when. I I love it. Uh, opening scene in the book features a battle with Terex mm-hmm. in downtown, buildings flying everywhere, and it was fun. Singers like, all right, you do this, you do this, oh, yeah. and when you do this, I'm going to do this, and we'll get it all taken care of. So let's talk about the and team it itself. Yes, we have. Go we, ahead, Mike. We have Colossus, her ex boyfriend from they. They have a long history. A very long history. Long romantic and history, off and on. Uh, you know that you know a high school couple that you knew back in high school? And they're perfect for each other, but <laughs> situations just They kept breaking up. up, and then yep. you know, then, then they get back together at homecoming, and then there's a football game where they break up again, and then it's kind of like that. That's but them. Instead of football games and that drama, there's like stuff blowing up and um, deaths or Lots supposed death. deaths, yeah. cremations or supposed cremations, all kinds of stuff. Scattering ashes in Russia, stuff like that. Right. So they, they're they back, but they're not back together. Yes. So that's pretty cool. You have Old Man Logan, the time-displaced Wolverine, yeah. who is crusty. She and um, Kitty and, and Logan share a very strange history. It's like back in the – it's – very strange. John Byrne once went on record as saying that what he wanted to do with Wolverine, he wanted Wolverine to be like the wild card, like the the Charlie in um, It's Always Sunny. Sure. The real wild yeah, card. Yeah, the guy's just going like, where did that come completely from? Completely rogue like, and just insane. Yeah. Um, Kitty comes down to breakfast one morning and uh, Wolverine's like, and just his claws flash out and he he cuts her. He cuts her down. Yeah. Like, just because she was walking by and she smelled funny to her. Right. It's like, yeah, what the hell, man? Yeah, seriously. Hey, what the hell? And, you know, she's, like, on the critical list. That would that would have completely eroded the trust that anybody sure. had with him. Oh, it sucks. It's like, what did I do? Yeah, seriously. Asshole. Exactly. Um, but they never went through with that because okay. it kind of takes... He, he wanted everyone to see that Wolverine isn't... 
He's not a pet. Sure. He's not something that can be domesticated. He's still got that, you know, it's the murderous feral side. Right. Murderer. But then um, Chris Claremont went and did the whole samurai thing with Frank Miller. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine's first miniseries. Right. And he gave him this noble, I'm... Um, I'm more than just an animal. I'm I'm a samurai kind of code of bushido. I have rules. I have, a, I have a code. Um, which went against everything my, that Byrne did. I will protect my family. Right. But hey, that's that's perfectly fine. And uh, so Kitty became a ninja. Yeah, I know. That's what I said a to ninja. him. Like, huh? All right. So, I, yeah, I wanted to be a ninja. There was a too, Kitty so. Pride and and Wolverine miniseries that uh, Wolvie took her to Japan and she became a ninja. Yeah, I, so. I saw that ninja, the, the master, that TV show. Yeah, with, of course. Starring with Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef and also one of the Van Pattens. Also starring a crusty old white man. Yeah, crusty old white man who shouldn't have been allowed to find out the secrets of the ninja. Sure, but I saw that. I was like, well, he, if he can do it. Yeah, right? That crusty old fuck. I can I'm, do it. I can yeah. do that. Did you become a, a ninja? I did not. Damn I bought it. some Chinese stars. I did too, and I actually bought the the Count Dante's. Uh, oh, the guidebook. Yeah, the guidebook on how to be a ninja. Are you a living weapon now? Not even close. Okay. <laughs> I'm barely living. Can you so. do the touch of death? No. no. Yeah. No, no touch of death. Okay, so old man Logan, Colossus, keep going. Uh, then we have Aurora, who brought uh, Storm, Aurora yes. Monroe mm-hmm. Storm, who. Brought Kitty back to replace her. She's like, I, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be in the X Men. I'm leaving. I'm out. So I want you to, to come in. She's like, I'll come back, but you have to stick around. Yeah. And so Storm's yeah, there, leave. and she and Storm have a very uh, cool past as well. Sure. Storm was her um, mother figure for a very long time yeah. in the X Men. Nightcrawler. Yes. Nightcrawler is back. Uh, how many times has this guy died? That's yeah, many times. So we have uh, Nightcrawler, who is um, she? She, uh, he, and Kitty have a very strange relationship too, because she was freaked out by him when she first joined the team. Yeah, thought he was a monster. Yeah, well, I mean, sort of, kind of a weird looks. Looks like a a monster a little bit. And then uh, rounding rounding it out. Her name is Prestige. Yes, aka Rachel Gray. Yes, who is a again. A, a baby phoenix. She's the daughter of Scott and Jean, Scott Summers, Cyclops, and Jean Grey from an alternate reality. And um, she wasn't hacking it as Marvel Girl. And um, Kitty said, hey, listen, you know, you've you've gotten no traction with either Phoenix or Marvel Girl. So why don't you change your name to Prestige? Yeah. And she's kind of whiny in this. Right. A woman of many identities. Yes. So. Might I add. Yes. And uh, telekinetic, fiercely powerful telekinetic. And uh, she and and Kitty served on Excalibur along with Nightcrawler. But um, besties. They were besties for a while. Yeah. And uh, we'll see where they go. Yeah. So this is, it's actually really cool. The. The mansion was in limbo, and now it's, it's in, Central Park. in Central Park. Yeah, which is great because they're served a bill. Yeah, they're given uh, the mayor's office gives them a bill. Here's here's for the first six months. This is what your um, is what your rent is. What your rent is. Great. What you know? What's uh? What do you think that what month in Central Park? You're taking what a couple acres. Uh, what do you think rent is? Uh, uh, let's see. Um, a sh- is the word shitload a? Well, we're we're talking a, about the sh- they get a bill for eighteen million dollars. Eighteen million. Like, eighteen million is like well, you're one of the most desirable parts of. Hell yeah, New York City. What we're trying to 
what we're trying to convey here is that the X-Men here are getting no respect. None whatsoever. None. They saved the city and all their they're still looked upon with fear and and um no adoration. Uh, if it was the Avengers, if it was if it was the champions, they'd be getting cheers and applause and press. But no. Yeah, how weird is that? And if they if they were, were the inhumans with a uh, fear. Yeah, fear, and, distrust, and, and distrust and hatred. Right. Cuz exactly. they saved these people from um Yeah, death. From death, from saved a whole, uh, a whole building full of people. Yeah, they saved a whole Teleported lot of people. Teleported them all out, phased the building, yep. one building through another. For Terax, yes, Terax, man, Terax comes. If the Fantastic Four put that mongrel down, yeah, bam, right. You know, accolades. They'd get a key to the city. These guys get a bill for eighteen million. Yeah, come on, yeah, that's you write that dick. off. Write that off. So actually, that's what I think that they should do is get a little creative accounting going. Yeah. How many times did we save New York City? Yeah. Uh, Come on. 1500 Seriously. Let's say conservatively $250,000 per save, just like you know Peter Venkman did. Yeah. A little creative accounting, and right. here you go. Here's your bill. Yeah. This man has no dick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. Also, see, we see a little remnants of uh, you know our old squawks, man. Uh, see, see a version of the Danger Room. Yes. Uh, we see the aforementioned Kitty and Colossus kind of, um, what do you call that? Uh, um, Estrangement? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I like that. And then uh, we see some old villains return by okay. the end uh, as they fight a battle at the United Nations. Some we know, but some we've never seen before. Right. So, what else you got? A lot of stuff going on there. So, Oh, I do want to mention, at, in the back of X-Men Gold, there's a little roadmap. It's a primer, a primer. yeah. Which uh, called Road to X Men Gold, which starts at the v- the very beginning. Yes, X Men number one. Mm-hmm. They'll do the same with X Men Blue, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, and takes you all the way up to present day, which is cool if you need a little refresher. Yeah, they time jump around though a lot. Yeah, so I thought they they covered in about forty five little panels, mm-hmm. forty five steps, if you will, to get over there. Um, so uh, definitely pick this one up. Yeah, especially they, if you're an X Men fan. If you're not, this will make you an X Men fan. I have some problems with a couple of things in there. They were calling Cyclops brutal, which I think is unfair to the character. Yeah, wasn't so. he like brainwashed or something? Or? I we don't know. Oh, you we're don't gonna, know? Yeah. yeah, we don't know. Yeah. He might be, but yeah. we don't know. Okay, all right, fair enough. Next fair up, enough. Uh, Star Wars number thirty, aka uh, Yoda Secret War. Okay, book four, part five. If you've been following this. This arc, uh, which unfortunately I haven't, I was it's, I was it's reading okay. it. It's not. I, I listen. I, I I watch Star Wars. And I read Star Wars for like lightsaber battles and to learn more about the the power of the Force. Okay, and and starship battles and stuff like this. Uh, this deals with a planet with a primitive version of the Force called the Stone, the uh, the the Stone Force, the Stone Power. Stone Power. Oh, Stone Movers. Gotcha. Yeah, in a primitive race of kids, uh, they look. It's kind of Lord of the Flies ish. The stone stone cutters. Yeah, um, Yoda kind of merges with them and try to teach it. Try to teach them the power of the force. Uh, what's interesting about this is this is about Luke uh, trying to find Yoda, and he's got a journal chronicling uh, Yoda's adventures here. So he's following after Yoda to see what happened. Uh, Yoda kind of inv- not invades this planet, but teaches him about stone power. Uh, but in, in a way, kills the planet as well. So by the time Luke gets there, the uh, the the natives or there's only one native left is kind of pissed. Wants to okay. kill wants to kill Luke, thinking that the uh, by killing Luke, 
that their version of the Force, the Stone Power, will come back and discover that that's not the case. So no, it's uh, I mean, it's all right. Is it, it's it's a good offshoot story. <laughs> I love how it's, you try to tap dance yeah, around stuff. It, it, yeah, I gave it, up. I'm sorry. I gave up on the Star Wars uh, after Vader was canceled. Right, and then um, but coming back though. Yes, but it's a time <laughs> jump, and we were doing the order for you know we, monthly orders. Right, and Walt was like, "Why did they cancel this only to bring it back as a number one?" I'm like, "It's because everybody because Marvel's doing it for every title." Is that maybe why? Like, uh, well, and for like the fifteenth time this year. Yeah, but I, I compare this to Yoda goes to Land of the Lost. It's okay. kind of like that. All right, doesn't see like that's that's the elevator pitch for for that story arc. Yes, it is. All right. It is. I personally, uh, again, the the Darth Vader stories were amazing. Right. These, um, the Star Wars, they lost me. They lost me when um, Luke lost uh, Luke uh, Han lost all their money. Oh, gambling. gambling. Yeah. In Sabak. Sabak. And they yeah. had to, they had to go and and get more money. Yeah. Now you just more money. Yeah. And well, this is what they do. Yeah, but you're you're chucking crap at the wall and and you're taking like stuff it's that it's supposed to be a fun side story as. Wait, it, As was this, but it was supposed to be, but it wasn't. Okay, and uh, that's one of my problems with Marvel is sure. you know, you know what? If you're taking something that we loved as a kid, like they were, they were hurting nerfs. Sure, they were nerf herders. Right. Oh, is that yeah. is that what it means? Well, they were nerf herders. They were sure, hurting nerfs. hurting nerfs. Yes. So they they had them on the Millennium Falcon. They were smuggling nerfs. Right to get money to get money. Yeah. Which I was like. Don't do that. Yeah. No, don't take something so beloved as that one offline. Yeah. And make it into and a And give it into arc. a Yeah. And make it into a. a whole arc. All right. Don't I hear do you. that. I hear That's, you. That, that kills me always. All right. I hear you. What else you got here? I've got Captain America, Steve Rogers, Captain America number 15. And I'm going to spoil the living crap out of this one. We know Cap is um, a Hydra agent, a deep, deep cover Hydra agent. Yeah. Which it's controversial. Makes no earthly sense. Okay. It really doesn't for him to be that deep undercover. He's died multiple times yeah. without ever revealing this. Revealing this, yeah. Okay, uh, but all will be it's, revealed. It's gonna be in. I imagine Secret Empire number ah, one. Okay, but he kills uh, somebody in this. Captain America mur- kills. straight up murders Whoa. someone. Okay, which is not really what Cap does. No, not at all. No. It's Captain America. Because uh, he's, he's Captain America. But this time, uh, Steve Rogers, who is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., is um, taking his place. And again, spoiler, yeah. taking his place as head of HYDRA. Yeah. All so, right. And he'll combine the two, which is, um, I think, what they were trying to do. Robert Redford was trying to do in Cap's uh, Captain America. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, Cap 2, Civil, Civil not Civil War. was um, Winter oh, Soldier? God, Winter, no. Um yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, all right. So I have Hawkeye number five. Here, of course, you do. Following along, Kate Bishop has moved out west, started her own private investigation firm. Uh, now enlisting, she for, gets a helping hand. Don't gets she gets a helping hand from our friend Jessica Jones, yes, who, uh, from out out east. Uh, you know, but um, also a private investigator, made a name for herself out east. Mm-hmm. So joining forces, joining forces to uh, she's come out to investigate a missing girl. And they uh, start out by interrogating the last person who had contact with this missing girl, dude named Brad, or they call her call they call him Asset Brad. 
That's which, the, which, the, like the surfer dude. Yes, okay. which that's their, their official name for him. We met him in issue one, didn't we? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah, he was and, uh, He's kind, kind of a jerk, you know. Um, me and Mike, we're good guys. We're not assets, <laughs> despite what some people might try to lead you to believe. We're good guys. We don't, we don't degrade women. We don't, we don't put down other Denigrate. people. Denigrate women. Yeah, we, uh, we encourage and we champion and we support. So they talked to him. They decide to, they decide to follow him. Uh, it, the the storyline really isn't that compelling. What is compelling is the the relationship between the two. Kate looks up to Jessica as a, as a mentor of sorts, and um, and uh, I like I like their relationship together. Uh, they they wind up at a at a Hollywood party, like a Shishi Hollywood party with right. names in there, and uh, they end up finding that their missing girl is is. A little different than uh, what they were initially investigating, and uh, and I'll I'll spoil it at the end. They run into a dragon. I don't know where the dragon comes from. We're, I'm sure we'll find out. But they uh, they dropped some Game of Thrones references, which I thought, I thought was cool. So okay, you're a Game of Thrones fan. Okay. <laughs> oh oh but oh but who isn't? Oh but who isn't? Yeah. So it's uh, definitely definitely current references, which I which I appreciate. Uh, dated, well, you know, we'll see. Game of Thrones is still cool in like twenty years. People, well, we will see. Flip out over it. So people what do you still got? talk about uh, Sopranos. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, Actually, for sure. I was thinking about my neighbor. He's got ducks in his backyard. Oh really? Is yeah, because uh, it's flooded. He doesn't he, have a pool back there. But oh, is he wandering around in his bathrobe and like passing out? No. And, all right. <laughs> no, not yet. Is he in the mob? No, that'd be awesome. Maybe the be, Irish mob. That would be cool. What else you got? I got Walking Dead one sixty six. No surrender. A lot of stuff coming together in this, my man. 166. Is this? You're. I'm not caught up. Okay. I'm getting no, caught up. No, you should be. I stopped for a while after Glenn died. I'll be honest with you, and right. I, I kind of lost interest. But now I'm interested again, especially since we're past that in the TV storyline. Right. Um, the stuff you're reading now, or the stuff uh, all of you are reading, I'm sure all of you are listening to this are also caught up. It's the stuff that you're looking forward to in the TV show. Yeah, we'll if see. They depict. Okay. Um, in season what 10 11 perhaps hopefully, okay. hopefully. Um, you've got um, Negan and Rick trying to fight their way um, Alexandria was overrun with walkers yes and they were trying to uh, groups were trying to get rid of the walkers thin out the herds and um, we've got the leader of the saviors who took over for Dwight right who uh, don't really want peace between alexandria and the saviors anymore okay they're trying to thin out their own herd i see and uh yeah they we see a couple things that happened and um a major character someone who's been with us for a very long time is not going to be with us for very much longer right so no spoilers again um i'll spoil the hell out of steve rogers but the walking dead sacrosanct right all right uh i got I got two here. I'm going to cover real quick. Okay. Since uh, I know you got to go. In, we are in pressed a for minutes. time a little bit. Uh, Paper Girls number thirteen. Yes. The, uh, if you've been following, the four Paper Girls have been split up, and they're trying to find each other. I hate when that happens. And uh, they, but uh, they, they, one of them starts finding the uh, what the rifts in time, which, um, they were little translators to communicate with their inner, inner time, dis- temporal counterparts. Mm-hmm. The Rifts in Time uh, translate to magic shitholes, Mike. <laughs> magic shitholes. Magic so shitholes. What a great name for figure something. Figure out the origin, where they lead to, uh, okay. and, and um, 
in a previous issue, we saw a hanging field hockey stick, which said, uh, which came with a warning, which said, don't trust other Aaron. We were wondering where that stick came from. Now we know that it was pushed through one of the magic shitholes okay. by one of the kids. And uh, this this issue is more about learning the rules of temporal time and time displacement okay. and magic shitholes. Magic shitholes. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I'm thinking Brian K. Vaughn probably never thought he'd be writing those words in a comic book. I Or he's been saving for years. Because oh, I don't, yeah. I don't remember the words "magic shittles" and say "ex machina" or "why the last man," but so I've been. But I think they never in, had. Yeah, but they weren't dealing with time travel. No, that's and, right. So, um, just for the fact that the words "magic shittles" written in a comic book, you should be picking this one up. Also, uh, my other pick of the week, uh, Justice League number eighteen, the timeless yeah. part four story arc, battle between time, space, centuries. Reminds me of that movie Frequency, where. Uh, uh, daughter, daughter, and father fighting foes from uh, two different timelines. It was Jim Caviezel. Yeah, not not father and daughter. It was oh, father, father and son. son. Father and daughter is in the TV in the TV series. series yeah, no, that's right. My bad. But this is a, this comic is huge in scale. Yes, it's uh, Brian Hitch is doing the um, you know the the big screen adaption you know the the summer blockbuster in justice league which is what justice league should be about yeah again like the, the earth is covered in something called the timeless structure uh-huh. sending massive foes down to battle our mm-hmm. superheroes and the jla who are all spread across all kinds of centuries uh trying to keep the earth from being placed in a temporal displacement so yeah there you go that sucks yeah uh i just i'm just gonna give a shout out if you're not reading it kim reaper yes from Oni Press, yes, Kim okay. Reaper by I, Sarah Grayley. I actually picked up, uh, they had a black and white uh, variant issue I picked up for a friend at Emerald City Comic Con. Didn't read it, though, so tell me about it. It's um, fine art in college and a part-time Reaper. Oh. A young lady who is a part-time Grim Reaper. So, And the people who... Um, part-time? Yeah. Okay. Part time, like the TV a, series Reaper. Right. Remember Reaper? That I Kevin, remember that. Yeah. Kevin directed the pilot, yes. And yeah, he. Um, Sounds like a full time job to me. I guess it's a tough job. I guess they, they outsource. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I do a lot of people. Yeah. Part-time. This way you don't have to give full benefits to anybody. All right. I like this. So yeah. All right. Right on. All right. All right. Before we go, uh, um, if anyone flipped on Adult Swim on April Fool's Day, yes. Treated to an unannounced uh, issue. Episode one of season three of Rick and Morty. Yes. Did you know about this? Or I were you did just not. Watching? But were you watching? I, like, what the fuck is this? No. Somebody uh, told me about you it. Got and, tipped off and sent me a link to uh, the actual episode. Yeah. So I was like, shit, yeah, and I I clicked it and it, oh, you it downloaded took me it. Okay. and it took me right to you it. Made an illegal download. I did. I'm okay, sorry. doesn't um, matter. It's cool. But I apparently yeah, they I, ran out of loop, right? Yeah. Okay, April Fool's Day. Yeah. So well, they ran all. Um, both seasons on yes. a loop, yeah, and then it culminated in the season. Oh wow, three All right, that's episode cool. that's one. Cool, Did you watch it? I didn't watch it yet. Shame on you, man. This yeah. is freaking awesome. Okay, it, it was. It blew you away. It did. It was fantastic. Okay, we're all uh, guest voice by Nathan Fillion. Nice. We're all. You had, we're you had all me fans, at Nathan yeah. Fillion. We're all fans. We went to the studio. They treated oh, us like kids. Oh my god. Where well, I consider us friends with some of the some of the staff and creators now. Love them. It was great. Now, one of the big things that came out of episode one, season three was the McDonald's Mulan Szechuan sauce yes. that they had come out with when Mulan was released in 1998. Yes. 
apparently a lot of people love this sauce. Yes. So much so that Rick and Morty are trying to bring it back. Yeah, from what I understand, you can make a facsimile of that sauce by using... What, like ketchup and pineapple juice? No, by by actually taking three of their other sauces, the, um, the two of the sweet and sours, okay. one of the the barbecue, and one... And half of, of a hot mustard or something? Yeah, yeah and you, you mix it up, oh. and that's their okay. sauce. Wow. So you can do that. Um, but people are now... Well, Rick and Morty started this. People are now campaigning for it to come back. And we want it back. And I'm hearing it might come back. The Mulan Shetland sauce, everybody. Just so you know, Mike Zapsik signed the petition to bring back. You the, did? Yes, I did. Did you have it in an initial, in uh, initial run? I did. It was delicious. It was great. Really? Only because I, I like McNuggets. Right. You eat that shit? I, I love did McNuggets. Did you ever look at a McNugget? Did you ever take a... Do you eat them whole or do you take a... You, uh, you, no, you got to... You I don't look at... No, you don't look oh, at God. that. You gotta like, look at, did you ever bite into like, a Big Mac and then look at it? Sure. No, you don't want to do that. Two all-beef patties, bunch of sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame, sesame seed bun. bun. That's but it. You, yeah, Simple. But, yeah. That's real food. You bite into a nugget. It looks nothing. It's supposed to be chicken, right? D- what don't the hell look is at that it, white shit? Don't look at it. I always look at it. Don't look at it. How can I not look at it? <sighs> what the hell is that? You fool. That is not chicken. What the hell is that? You should not have looked at it, Ming. All right. I'm just saying, dude. That is not chicken. Chicken is. What do they say in Ghostbusters? Don't, don't look in the trap. Dreams? Don't look in the trap. I looked in the trap, Ray. All right, I'm. I'm sorry. Don't ever look in the trap. I'm sorry. All right. Well, all right. Don't look at your nuggets. Is the is the motto for today? Is your rule for today? Your other rule. Come to Steel City Comic Con, Monroeville, Pennsylvania, this yes. weekend, April seventh and 9th. Ming Chen, Wolf Lang, and Brian Johnson. SteelCityCon.com. Come see us. Rare appearances by Waffling and Brian Johnson. Yes, sir. Very rare appearance where all three of us are in one place. The three of you guys, yes. And then the weekend after that, Edinburgh Comic Con. Very, very. April 15th to the 16th. HeroConventions.com. See the lineup there. Come see us. Come meet up with us. Come hang out with us. We don't go there very often. Who knows if we'll be back? We hope to be back. Maybe. But, um, But that's what's going on with this week. Mike leaves very soon, Mike. Have a safe trip. Thank you. Please protect the city until we get there. And don't, um, I don't know, don't, make sure you show up for the con. I'll, I'll don't be get, there. Don't get lost. Oh, dude, I'll be there. Um, you know me, I, I don't get lost. Okay. So. All right. And, Wubba lubba dub dub. Yeah, any, everybody listening, thank you very much. We love you. Anybody tuning on Twitch, we love you as well. And we will talk to you soon. And Mike is going to take his call. And there you go. Comics to a blind man